0: Good morning and welcome. Patriot Radio News Hour live on this Friday. Give yourself a round of applause. <laughs> what a week. But we got here. It's finally Friday. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group. Our toll-free number 800 951 to the website at allamericangold.com. A level of sanity in an era of new volatility, uh, right here at the Patriot Radio News hour, uh, the Dow was down a 1,000 points again yesterday. Uh, now, th- just this week alone, the two largest single-point drops, not percentage-wise, but just single-point drops uh, in the history of the, I guess, of Wall Street, uh, the Dow today when whips on around again, the volatility's still here. Uh, the Dow was up as much as three hundred. Uh, it's been down about a hundred and fifty uh, right now. It's up sixty, uh, but it's moving very quickly. Not, you know, I'll be honest with you. It doesn't really matter, you know, it, it, it whether it, it, it's up or it's down. Uh, that part I don't think really matters a whole lot. What really matters is is why, why all of a sudden is it happening, and then what what does it mean. In the next two, five, 10, 20 years down the road, we're going to try to get it all for you today. Uh, crude oil now is broken down b- below sixty dollars a barrel. I've been talking a lot about that this week. Listen, that's very, very important uh, to the you know that GDP story. Uh, so, crude oil down a dollar thirty-five this morning, uh, below sixty dollars uh, on crude oil. Gold's really just hanging out, waiting silver uh, same thing just kind of waiting and I think they're gonna wait till this volatility ends and then when people start deploying new money that's when you're gonna see it really come into the to the gold and the silver markets but we had a lot of things happen all well you should have been asleep they've done it uh, the Senate the house they've passed the spending bill uh, matter of again it went up again. So we started out at just below $300 billion, Then it was $300 billion. Last night we learned okay, it's really going to be $320 billion of added deficits on top of $90 billion for d- disaster relief. You know, one of the things I thought about the disaster relief, I wonder if that's part of the good or the bad number. I think that goes on the bad or the, yeah, the bad number. Like they pretend it doesn't happen. Well, that's a one off. Kind of like when companies report early, well, if you take away all the people we had to fire or lay off or the charge that we had to take uh, against our real estate holdings or whatever it may have been, it would have been fine. Uh, so um, it's just starting to pile up now. Uh, everybody's throwing around the trillion-dollar number uh, at infinite item. It's actually far more than that. Uh, so we'll give you all the details. So I'll give you all the details on the, what it's going to cost us, then what they did with the debt limit. They've they decided now, and I, you know what, it's actually, it's genius. I've got to give them credit. You know, they always used to try to pick a number, right? So right now we're at the debt limit. we at $20.6 trillion now, and, and before that, and remember it was like $19.8 trillion. and before that it was 18 point something trillion. Now they're just going with the date hey, you know what, let the debt go as high as it wants to go between now and March of 2019. And really what that means is because, you know, they do the um, emergency stuff, they know that they can get to the end of the fiscal year of 2019 before they'll have to, you know, the government's going to shut down again type stuff. We'll be looking at a deficit by the end of fiscal year 2019, which would be the last day of September 2019. I know they said the debt limits uh, goes till March but the, you know they can do those quote unquote extraordinary measures. It'll be over 20 over uh, 23 trillion. yeah and that, that may be conservative. Again, just like I told you it was gonna happen, we are in the mid we are and in- here's the sad part. This is the beginning of the debt super cycle. Not the end of the debt super cycle. And I know that a lot of guys out there want, oh it's a problem with the VIX and all these hedge funds are blowing up and yes, there is a problem. Go figure. That after, after what we went through uh, during the financial crisis and, and we talk about, hey, listen, deregulate, I think it's great. I do. We we're, we a lot of times are overregulated, but we need to be careful. So again, we find out that Wall Street's pushing a bunch of stuff that nobody really knows how it works. Right? Yeah, the hedge funds totally implode. People lost all of their money because they really didn't understand what the products actually were. I mean, it just it just harkens back to all the reasons why you need to have some wealth insurance. You gotta have some. I'm not saying, you know, don't don't go into Wall Street or don't do this or that. You know, but it, you gotta have some because you just don't know. Who knew? I mean, really, could you have imagined going back to last Friday? And the Dow was down. wasn't you know sold off heavy at the end, but it was down that we were going to have two days where the Dow was down over 1,000 points? Of course not. Nobody would have saw that coming. Yet there it is. Well, all of this was going on. Uh, we, we, have a, we had another. So why did the Dow drop the 1,000 points again yesterday? Same reasons we've had before. We had another bad auction. We're going to talk about that. And then Moody's. Had some very interesting comments this morning in regards to the debt. We're going to share all of that with you as well. Patriot Radio News Hour, uh, 800-951-0592. The last show of the, we'll call it the week of volatility. Don't touch that dial. We'll be right back. 800-951-0592. Uh, so yesterday, or last night, actually it was this morning, uh, they they signed into law uh, another spending bill. Again, no offsets. just spend the money, add it all to the debt, we'll worry about it later. And it, it really blows the mind, right? All the things that, and it really does you know, and we've been saying it for years, right? Democrat, Republican, it doesn't matter, they all want to spend the money. This time, though, here's what's different. Guess what they both they agreed? Hey, listen, you spend the money on what you want. We'll spend the money on what we want. And therefore, ergo, everybody's happy and we'll worry about everything else later. So you think about what happened again yesterday. So the Dow uh, was actually, you know, back and forth, seesawing back and forth. And right towards the end of the day, the sell-off started uh, to pick up steam again. And we've kind of been running into this pattern. Yesterday, uh, it was the 30-year auction. So think about it, in three straight days, we had a terrible three-year auction. The 10-year note auction uh, was really, really ugly. Uh, And then the 30-year note auction follows suit. So three straight days in a row, and again, it's simply boiling down to not enough people coming to buy US debt. Unleashing another equity sell off uh after a, a third a poor thirty year auction. Uh the sale was for a hundred and sixty or oh, I'm sorry, just sixteen billion. I mean I see just that's just $16 billion in one day. 16000000000 billion 30-year note paper. The rate went up to 3.12. So already now, the 30-year note's already above 3 and continuing to rise. And again, it's the devils that were in the details. This is the highest yields that we've seen in a 30-year note in some time. The internals is what has everybody worried. So just, just think about this. I don't know if it's this VIX thing, or, or as Carl Icahn was saying the other day, this market is full of a bunch of levered products, a bunch of products nobody's ever uh, used before that, that the equity markets are selling to individuals And they're supposed to, you know, mirror this or mirror that or kind of work like ETFs and all that stuff. And all of it is set to kind of blow up, right? And kind of like that perfect storm. And, you know, you think about... the no-doc housing loans, right? And all the banks were just, if you were breathing, here here's a home blown. And now uh, on Wall Street, they've got all of these products. And remember, they thought they were covered with the insurance and all that stuff, and no one really understood what was in all of these, what did they remember? They called them tranches, right? All these tranches of debt. No one knew what was in them. Kind of the same thing here, but then you start really looking at, at what I think is the real root cause. Okay, I think the these blowouts and these hedge funds going out, that's a symptom. That wasn't the cause. They, they just got caught up right in the real root cause, which is the U.S. Treasury. Remember, think back about three weeks ago when I told you, you guys, I, I knew I couldn't explain it well enough for you to understand how important these, this bond market really is. They have mispriced debt for over a decade, and not just by a little bit, right? They deliberately mispriced debt, but by trillions of dollars. Now the mispricing is barely starting. It's still horrifically mispriced, just not as bad as it used to be. And now all of it is starting to fall apart. The bid to cover ratio was down to 2.25. So, in other words, to get people to buy, they, keep, they had to keep raising the rate, raising the rate, raising the rate. And at the auction end, when they—excuse <coughs> me—when they finished the auction, it was only at 2.25. And remember, the lower the number, the worse it is. And you think about uh, the the average is somewhere in the two seven two eight range. So that that's a big. You think about a percentage. That's a huge percentage decrease. And that really that bid to cover that that represents how many people are coming to the party to buy the U.S. debt. It was the lowest numbers that way I don't even know they didn't even say it. just one of the lowest numbers they've seen uh, in years uh, just confirming recent reports that foreign buyers are fleeing US paper remember what I talked about the other day right we had the the Great Depression right and they took the gold away from you and I. Right then, all of these foreign governments were like, "Well, we could, uh, you know, go back to the '50s and the '60s. We could buy some U.S. debt, or we could buy some gold." And they were making the choice to buy the gold. Right, and I told the story the other day. People don't want, you know, everyone knows about. Oh, well, you know, we've got allegedly, and I say allegedly because it's, we don't know. I hope it's there, and I hope we actually own it. I think it's there. I want to believe that the gold is there, and I want to believe that we actually own it and we haven't leased it out. I, but I don't know, but I want to believe it. So I'm going to. I know a lot of you probably like <laughs> Joe, you're an idiot. It's not there. I don't know. It's okay. But this is for my simple mind. I have to believe that we've got this 8,000 tons of gold. I have to. I, I I don't want to imagine that we didn't. But what the thing they don't say was, we had 20,000 metric tons. 20. Where did it go? What did it, what? we? We just decided. Ah, we don't need all. You know what? It takes up room. You know. Let Let's get rid of it. That's not what happened. What happened was, all of these foreign governments are like, ah, yeah, I see you got this debt, but you got that gold. You know what? Here, you know, we, we'll take the gold. So then they had to stop it because they were less than two or three years away from having no gold. So they closed that gold window in 1971. Right in every listen, in nineteen seventy one the debt was only four hundred billion dollars. And most of that two hundred and fifty billion of that came from World War Two. About another fifty billion of that came from the uh the Johnson's Great Society, or is I think that's what it was. Was that am I right on that? I don't know. Maybe it was the New Deal. I can't remember. I get him and FDR messed up sometimes. You never know what I'm going to say. The um, But anyway, now the debt's 21000000000000 trillion. <laughs> we've announced to the entire world that we've got to really ramp up the size of our debt auctions. Two weeks ago, I want to go back to Davos. In Steve Mnuchin, when he talked about, yeah, yeah, you know, dollar falling, in, I'm okay, sure, why not, we don't care. Boy, now we're really starting to make sense, doesn't it? See, they knew, they've always known. Now it really makes sense. It's going to get ugly. It really, really is. But now you have, here's these auctions. And the foreign guys aren't there. I mean, they're there, but they're not. They, you know, we've got more debt to sell than ever. And they're like, "Eh, I just want the regular amount, <laughs> right?" I know. Hey, I know you got you know three or four billion more dollars than you did last time, but I'll just stay with what I got. You know, yeah. You know, I I see it. Yeah, I owe, Well, three percent. Wow. Yeah, I, well, you know what? I'm still going to buy some gold. Right? The Chinese, the Russians, the Saudis, the Turks, right? They're all doing it. No one wants to shh. Don't tell anybody because, you know, the American consumer's not buying gold, so, so it's okay. Remember what I've been telling you. How long have I been telling it? You? Be your own central bank. Open your eyes and shut your ears, right? And look at what's really happening. Don't listen to the BS. See what they're actually doing. And what they're actually doing is they're going to these debt auctions and saying no thanks. Indirect bidding was only 61%. That's foreigners that's almost 20% below what they're supposed to be, which in my mind says, yeah, all that extra debt, they said no, nah, don't want it. And this is part of the problem. So then yesterday or early this morning, we go out and Congress passes even more debt, which now has got the rating agencies saying, wait a minute, Hold on a second. Moody's this morning has now come out and issued a warning on U.S. debt. And you start to really understand what really is happening in the market. Yeah, are these, these products that none of us really know, right, kind of like Bitcoin, and no one really knows what it is. Are they part of the problem? Are they blowing up? Yes, sure they are. Are they are they causing the market volatility to be even worse? I'm sure that they are. But let's not forget what the real cause of the problem is. And really, when you look down, down through what's happening, it's pretty clear. The United States, for the first time in, well, a long time, is having a hard time selling debt. And if you really think about it, I mean, really think about it, and I know there's gyrations up and down. We've been going since 1980 to about, what, the last, about, I don't know, the last three or four months? From 1980 to 2018, well 23 so let's call it for simplicity say from 1980 to 2017, 37 years. we've been dealing with an interest rate environment that has been on the decline. Most of these people managing your money don't even know. What an rising rate environment really looks like. They've never been in it. Think about it. Our rates went from about what from about twenty percent in 1980 down to zero. Well a ten year note we got to what one and a half. We're hemorrhaging on an, on a 10 year note that gets it, it touched 2.9 after that terrible 30 year auction yesterday. And now you've got to set the stage for the first time in 37 years, we're going to be dealing in an environment of rising rates, but it's not because of inflation. Well, let me say this. It's not because, oh my God, look how much money the American workers making. That's not why. They're not going up because they want them to go up. They're going up because... They've got so much debt, that's what it's going to cost. Patriot Radio News Hour, we're going to tell you what Moody said next. This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report, presenting a daily conservative perspective since 1983, continuing the legacy of Phyllis Schlafly. Now, from the Phyllis Schlafly Center Studios, here's Ryan Haidt.
1: In December, after a vote by 128 U.N. member nations condemning the United States' sovereign decision to move our Israeli embassy, U.S. Ambassador Nikki Haley found herself at the center of a war of words. The United States will remember this day in which it was singled out in this assembly for the very act of exercising our right as a sovereign nation, she said. Ambassador Haley acted promptly to deliver on her promise of consequences. The U.S. mission to the United Nations announced that next year's U.N. budget would be slashed by over $285 million and warned that further reductions would also be made to the U.N.'s management and support functions. We will no longer let the generosity of the American people be taken advantage of, Haley said in a statement, adding that the inefficiency and overspending of this organization is well known. The timing of her statement sends a clear message. For many years, Uncle Sam has been paying 22% of the body's annual operating budget, costing us $1.2 billion in 2017 and 2018. We also pay 28.5% of the $6.8 billion annual cost of peacekeeping operations. After the vote, Haley reminded the Assembly that the U.S. was by far the largest single contributor to the U.N., and would remember the vote when, quote, we are called upon to once again make the world's largest contribution to the United Nations, and we will remember it when so many countries come calling on us, as they so often do, to pay even more and to use our influence for their benefit. I must also say today, she continued, When we make generous contributions to the U.N., we also have expectation that we will be respected. What's more, we are being asked to pay for the dubious privileges of being disrespected. Haley added, If our investment fails, we have an obligation to spend our investment in other ways. The United States will remember this day. No country has done more than the United States, and our generosity will continue, Haley said in her statement. But our decisions must always be made by Americans and Americans alone.
0: Thanks for listening to the Phyllis Schlafly Report. You'll be glad to know the legacy of Phyllis Schlafly continues, upheld by Ed Martin, President of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, Chairman Helen Marie Taylor, Treasurer John Schlafly, a full staff in St. Louis and our nation's capital, and thousands of citizen volunteers, her Eagles, across the country. You can be part of that legacy at phyllisschlafly.com. That's phyllisschlafly.com. Welcome back. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Yesterday, we ran U.S. ten dollar Liberty gold pieces six seventy five. Just it's incredible. Anyone, for the second time in a week. So at the end of the day yesterday, we called to to, to book the 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 products that we we had sold. And they Doug told us, he said, Hey, um I got a better deal. And I was like, okay. What are you talking about? And he said, Well, I just bought two hundred of these of the AU ten dollar lips, and he said, I'm gonna put those on special tomorrow, meaning today. So Anyone who bought yesterday—if you bought a ten-dollar gold piece yesterday—I'm giving you a free upgrade to the AU ten-dollar Liberties. So the AUs are just before uh, the coins get great. In other words, these things are man—they're they're really nice looking, right? They, they're they're all in super great shape. They got a lot less. Uh, coin marks and really they got a lot less wear and tear on them uh they don't have the what i call the bag dust and all of that these are just great looking uh au which is stands for almost uncirculated you think about these coins are well over a hundred years old the 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 newest of them is still like a hundred and eleven years old and all and older uh, and they they just look his words not mine awesome lots of dates as well uh, so if you if you order uh, you know ten or twenty you're going to get a bunch of different dates AU ten dollar liberties they're still going to be at six hundred and seventy five dollars uh, which right now makes that about eighteen dollars over spot so you take uh, golds at uh, Thirteen hundred and sixteen dollars. Uh, so what is that? Seventeen dollars over spot, essentially, on these AU uh, ten dollar liberties. Uh, and I can tell you, that's never. I've never seen it that that inexpensive and that close to spot. So AU ten dollar. So if you ordered ten dollar liberties yesterday, we're upgrading you to AU's and uh i got more today so i still got about 85 90 of them uh au 10 dollar libs at 675 i still have rolls of quarters too by the way at 125 so throw some silver on there as well here was the big news so two big pieces of data came out today really so we had the bad auction uh again yesterday thankfully there's no auction today so hopefully we won't have another thousand point decline. um the, the the Congress said eh, <laughs> I know we can't sell the debt we already got, but let's throw more onto it. And then this morning Moody's came out. The US on the verge was on the verge of another shutdown. The agreement that was reached only after the midnight hour. Warren Buffett's own rating agency. Now, I don't know. I didn't know that Warren Buffett owned Moody's. Maybe he does. Or if, if my guess is he's probably the major shareholder there. Moody's. So remember, think back. In 2011, S&P did it, right? Remember how much trouble they got in? They, uh, they, the, the Treasury Department forced out the CEO of, of S&P and they got all mad. Moody's. On Friday morning, Warned that the U.S. should prepare for a downgrade from one raider that has kept quiet since 2011. Right, so Moody's, which did not respond to S&P, a warning to both Republicans and Democrats: aggressive fiscal policies will sink the U.S. even deeper into debt insolvency. Now, here's the funny part. If we're already insolvent, which that kind of leads you to believe that we are, why wouldn't you still have us rated AAA? The widening budget deficit is resulting, in, in direct quote here, meaningful, meaningful fiscal deterioration. Meaningful fiscal deterioration. In other words, hey, well, that's a lot of debt. I don't think you're going to be able to sell it all. Matter of fact, it's getting so big now, I don't think we can even pretend that you are going to even pay it back. A U.S. downgrade may be unavoidable. Wow. I I don't, uh, I hope that's not the case. I mean, you think about it, if Moody's downgraded, what would that do to the 10-year note? Half a point? A whole point? Just just remember this. So the 10-year note is up from, and I'm going to be kind and say that it's up, you know, it's really up six and probably seven-tenths of a percent just know this every half of a percent adds a hundred billion dollars to the deficit. <laughs> and the number grows, right? Because now it's getting so big, it may be adding 150 billion. The stable credit profile of the United States is likely to face downward pressure. Due to meaningful fiscal deterioration amid increasing levels of national debt and a widening federal budget deficit, Moody's has already indicated that rising entitlement costs and rising interest rates will cause the U.S. fiscal position to further erode over the next decade. Listen, we've been talking about this decade. This is a decade of death. And I know. Right? We got a lot of things we'd rather talk about. I'd rather talk about I'd rather talk about the, the budget cuts there, well there was no budget cuts, so I can't talk about that, but I mean uh, the, the tax cuts and all that other stuff. By the way, and I promised you this yesterday about these tax cuts and they've made a, listen they've done the media, the media has done a masterful job of not telling you the bigger story. Corporate buyback announcements. And I think this is the other thing Moody's is watching. Moody's is watching, saying, listen, eh, I know it sounds good, right? We can cheerlead, and we can talk about the $1,000 bonus, and, and, oh, yeah, and now you're going to get paid uh, maternity leave and all this other great stuff. The bulk of that tax cut is going to be spent buying back shares and not getting the growth that we need. Corporate buyback announcements have surged in the first four weeks of 2018. We're going to talk about that next. The Dow's down 10. Uh, gold's down to 13, 16. The special today. So yesterday we ran the raw $10 Liberties. Today we're running the AU $10 Liberties. Anybody, if you bought a $10 Liberty yesterday, don't worry, you don't have to call, you don't have to do anything. You're automatically going to get upgraded to the AU 10s that we're running today. We have the AU $10 liberties, and those are the 1866 to 1907 at $675. So if you took spot, divided it by two, you had $17 to that. And that's what you're paying over spot on an AU ten dollar Liberty. Uh, just incredible. 800-951-0592. And make sure throw a roll of two or silver quarters in there. They're one hundred twenty five bucks. Uh, and I, by the way, eighty one ounces of silver for an ounce of gold. So it just uh, you know historically tells you that is a a buying opportunity in the silver markets. So Moody comes out this morning and says, man, we got a problem. And of course, let's face it, kind of after the fact, wouldn't it be great if Moody's had come out a couple weeks ago and said, hey, by the way, United States are going to be selling all this debt, and the foreigners, they're not going to be that excited about it. Right? They're not going to be, I don't want to buy it all. And I think, though, they're putting the rest of the pieces together, so just think about all the news, all we've heard is about, you know, this company's doing that and, that, and this company's doing this and here's a bonus and paternity leave and, and 401k match or whatever it is. You know what's amazing? I haven't heard a single peep about buyback. Almost like I thought they weren't happening. Come to find out, not only are they happening, they're happening... This is the second highest levels ever, and you know, let's Face it, we're only five weeks into the month or into the year. Companies have announced eighty-eight point six billion dollars worth of stock buybacks, <laughs> and I think someone said, "Hey, three million workers have gotten a raise or a bonus or whatever it may be." That that's like uh, you know what? Even if all three million, you know, got got a thousand dollars. That's only $3 billion. And today we learned companies announced $88.6 billion in stock buybacks so far this year alone. That is double the amount from the same period last year. The tax bill was dramatically cut tax rates took aim at the rules that made it preferable for companies to stash you know, money abroad. Listen, they come, they're not stashing it there. That, that's another misnomer. These aren't American companies anymore. They're multinationals. They're doing business in these countries. But nonetheless, so far this year, 61 companies have announced buybacks. By the way, last year, at the same time, 58 companies, so about the same number of companies have announced. The only difference is they've doubled the amount, more than doubled the amount they're going to buy. The total so far this year is the second highest amounts ever in the same year to date period. By the way, the other highest level ever was 2009, right? The same thing. when We did the, another great business cut. Uh, they bought a hundred billion dollars then. This year's total, uh, very large. Uh, they, they, you know, mentioned companies like Wells Fargo, Comcast, General Motors, Lowe's, blah blah blah. But just something that hasn't been on the radar of what companies are really doing with the money. Uh, And I think that has a lot to do with what is happening right now. So I'll say this, the spending on, on military and all this other discretionary $320 billion, I mean, that's just gonna add to the total. And now you've got warnings out from Moody's saying, hey, you know what, we gotta start looking we got to start looking at possibly downgrading uh, U.S. debt, which would mean rates would get even higher. Now, a lot of people are speculating that we could see a 10-year note approaching 4% before the end of this year. That alone would add another $400 billion to the deficit number that's already over a trillion. And you start to under I don't mean to laugh. That's just the reality. And then you think about all of these financial planners and wherever you got your money and your advisors and you're on the phone with them, they've never been in a rate rising environment. And I'm not told you Oh, sure I have. You know, rates were one point, they were four percent and then they went to seven. Right during the, the quote unquote normal time. what i mean is they've never been in an environment where irregardless of what the central bank wants rates are rising all on their own and it all has to do with not just the amount of debt now and we're all focused on this trillion dollars and and unfortunately it can it's going to be way over a trillion but when you look out to 20 2019, 2020, 2021, 2022, 2023. Now you're going to have numbers that are over two trillion. I told you in the next ten years it's going to be three. And now all of a sudden you have this this perfect storm where the quote unquote emerging market, they're not coming to the party. What they are doing is buying up gold. Dow's uh, down's down a down, down hundred. Uh AU ten lib six seventy-five. Final segment for the week coming up. Final segment of the week. Uh, you know, like I said, Dow's down a hundred points. S down five, NASDAQ's down fifteen. Uh gold's really sitting at unchanged, thirteen sixteen fifty. Uh crude oil down a dollar thirty-seven. Uh, fifty nine, seventy nine silver uh, at sixteen twenty three, sixteen twenty four uh, right now on silver. Uh, today's special: the AU ten libs. And remember, so if you bought yesterday, don't worry. Everybody that bought yesterday getting upgraded to the AUs. AU ten dollar liberties, six hundred and seventeen dollars or six hundred and seventy five dollars. Which is about seventy seventeen dollars over spot. It's amazing. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two on Monday. If I remember, I'll give you the new totals for how much gold China and Russia. We've got updated numbers uh, from the World Gold Council, uh, and again, gold demand through the roof. And and really, what they're doing, I mean, it just it's simple. They have the choice. Like I can buy U.S. debt, right? or I can buy gold. Then they're buying the gold. I mean, and I don't want to say that they're not buying any debt. They're just not adding. Here's the problem. They're not adding. We're adding. They're not adding. That's the big problem. I don't know what the Dow is going to do. Is this just a correction? Or are we headed into a bear market? Uh, are, are we going to rally back? I don't know. I don't care. Because... It doesn't matter what it happens in this week, next week, listen, three, five, ten years from today, it's it's just not it's not feasible. We're gonna spend a trillion dollars just on interest payments. Just on interest payments by twenty twenty five. I mean right now if the ten year note goes to four percent, we'll spend about $700 billion on interest payment. Right? It, and we're adding, <laughs> right? I mean, really adding, because, you know, we got the fake ad and the real ad. We're really going to be adding, we're closing in now, getting real close to the $2 trillion number. I know they talk $1 trillion on TV, but that doesn't un- un- count everything. And so all of that debt needs to be sold, all of it. And, and, and I just, right now, I just think we are going to be in an environment that most of us, for me, like I'm 47. I don't remember the 70s. I don't. This is the, the environment we're going to be in where rates are rising. We haven't seen that, really seen that, in 50 years. So you think about all of these so-called experts out there, they have no idea. And I think what we're going to see is, I know, and I keep calling it stagflation, right, where all of the debt that we already have accumulated, it starts drowning us. <laughs> Even if you're making a few more bucks, the minimum payments and the monthly payments, they all keep going up and up, and you're you're, you're still behind. Keep adding here. This it's 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 important. You know what? If you don't want to worry about thousand point drops and in interest rates, the ones that don't worry about it are the ones that got the gold. AU ten dollar liberty six seventy five rolls of silver quarters at one twenty five 9510592 five one zero five nine two. We'll talk again on Monday. Have a great weekend.